Hello and welcome back to the CDI podcast. I'm Emily Cooper Yates, Project Coordinator for the Center for Community and Economic Development and the Community Development Institute at the University of Central Arkansas. Today on the podcast, we are joined by the incredible Sasha Griest. Sasha is the Executive Director for the West of Western Arkansas Planning and Development District. Sasha is also a CDI graduate a member of our CDI advisory board and a PCED holder. Welcome to the podcast, Sasha. Hi, thank you. I'm excited to be on here. So to start us off, can you tell us a little bit about your career and how you got to where you are today? Sure. So let me start with my background and kind of what led me to my current position. So I was never one of those growing up who just knew what I wanted to be. I had a lot of ideas and had to, to experience a lot of things. Um, I knew I wanted to do something that involved helping people and also seeing their success, but I just didn't really know what I wanted. So in college, I tried out a few different programs and I fell in love with the emergency management program at Arkansas Tech. It was exciting to me to think about being able to help people at the local level during disasters and also be able to help them with the planning phases and the grant writing. So I love to write, so grant writing was a passion for me and it's even an added bonus because you get to help write uh, grants as well as um, see the communities and the agencies get funded and, and see how their goals or their projects um, are successful. So in the college years, I did also write a few grants for local fire departments. And I just remember how excited I would get if, if we won a grant and to be able to see that project or equipment um, get into place or be used. So when I graduated, I was extremely lucky right away to um, be able to work with the Arkansas Department of Emergency Management in their mitigation grants division. I felt like I was right where I needed to be. But as I worked there longer, I realized that I wanted to be more at the local level something was just missing, that local connection. Um, I was missing seeing how my work directly affected those at the local level. All the projects that I was doing were um, receiving grants from the local communities and reviewing them, working with them, and then sending them up to the federal level. And it was obvious to me that I wanted to um, get my feet on the ground, visit towns, meet with communities, and just be able to plan and implement projects. So later I was blessed with the opportunity to move to the Fort Smith region and work for the Western Arkansas Planning Development District. And that was 17 years ago and I've been here ever since. Um, I love my job, I love what I do. I've had a few different positions here at the district, um, but I've loved every one of them. I started out as the Director of Community Development and then later became the Assistant Executive Director as well as the Director of Economic Development. And then in 2014, I was appointed by our board of directors as the executive director. Each role has definitely been different here. I went from community development, which consisted of grant writing and administration for our communities, as well as community and economic development planning and attending public hearings, to now serving my 37 member board, which still consists of those local elected officials that I so much enjoy working with as well as assisting my whole staff here at WAPDD. 
Along the way, I've realized that um, I've needed different trainings, different experiences, and even needing to further my education to do the best that I can in this position. So I've attended many leadership programs, such as Leadership Fort Smith, Leadership Crawford County, and many others throughout the district. I've also joined many boards, tried to learn as much as I can about different things going on in the community. And I also decided to get my master's in human resources to help guide me in the management side here at the district. So in my current position, I really feel now that um, I can reach my communities through all of the programs that are offered here at WAPDD. And I really have learned a lot and I continue to learn a lot every day. Each day here can give me something new to experience or a new challenge that we have to work together through as a team. But I absolutely love being able to work with my local elected officials, meeting them face to face, getting to know each and every one of them, and seeing for myself their communities and the challenges as well as the strengths that they have and that they face. I feel like I'm truly part of each community that my district serves. And it's also um, exciting to be able to experience the wins with them, the grant awards, seeing my downtowns coming to life, uh, all the community events that they have and that we get to go to, all the planning for the future and just really experiencing that true regionalism that we have here in Western Arkansas. That's awesome, Sasha. I can definitely hear your passion about your career um, and your organization. Western Arkansas Planning and Development District. Can you tell us more about WAPDD? Sure. So um, as you mentioned, we're the Western Arkansas Planning Development District. And there's actually eight planning development districts or economic districts that are located throughout Arkansas. A lot of people do not know that. Um, our Western District was founded in 1966 and we serve the six counties of Crawford, Franklin, Logan, Polk, Scott and Sebastian counties. So we assist our area leaders and residents in programs such as community and economic development, workforce development, transportation improvement. We also do emergency 911 services, and but pretty much any services that our elected officials need, um, we will try to assist them. We, we like to think outside of the box and, and try new innovative approaches. The planning development districts in Arkansas, they may not be well recognized, but we are very important in the economic planning and development process at the local level. Each planning district covers six to 12 Arkansas counties, which are bound together by common economic issues and opportunities. We all have a board of directors and they consist of our elected mayors and um, elected county judges, as well as other community leaders throughout um, our districts. Um, here at WAPDD, we currently have a 37 member board and we also meet quarterly. Our eight planning development districts also has an association of their own and it's called the Association of Development Organizations or you may know them as ADO. You might hear this association mentioned or you might see us at a conference and a lot of times we're at the county judges association meetings or the municipal league conference. And um, this association is just a great way for our districts and our district staff to be able to collaborate and work together regionally. Throughout the eight districts, we have similar responsibilities and programs, but we also do offer different services and programs. However, we all serve our local elected officials in any capacity that is needed. 
We're always prepared to do new things, try new things, research, develop new programs, you know, just whatever is needed in our communities. I think it's important to note too that we work closely with the Federal Economic Development Agency or EDA. And one of the tasks with EDA is the creation of a SEDS or a Comprehensive Economic Development Strategy. And so this consists of the SWOT analysis of our region or as better known as the strengths, the weaknesses, the opportunities, and the threats. The SEDS gives the districts the opportunity um, to reach out to our local chambers, our business leaders, and area companies to, to really get their input on the region, as well as the challenges that they may be facing, um, especially like with their workforce. Um, and they can also serve on the SEDS committee to, to be able to give us um, their input as well. The SEDS is an important tool because in order to qualify for federal funding through EDA, your project or a similar project scope or purpose must be listed in the SEDS to qualify for any funding through EDA. So EDA has um, a lot of grant programs that our area can apply for, so this is very important. I feel like the Planning and Development District also has the ability to foster relationships at the federal, state, and local level. You know, I talked earlier about being able to work with local communities and elected officials, and it is also so important for us to have a positive relationship with our state and federal partners as well. Sometimes the district might be that bridge between the local level and the state or federal agencies. We also know of all the different funding opportunities that are out there, and we can assist our communities with connecting them to the right people or to the right programs. And we enjoy working with all of our state agencies. Um, but right now, I, the Arkansas Economic Development Commission comes to my mind, and not only because we can administer some of their grant programs with our local communities, but also to be able to foster relationships with AEDC and to make connections through the economic development. Um, we enjoy being a part of that economic development planning in our community. So being able to have that relationship with AEDC is important for not not just the planning and development district, but for our, our local communities. All right, so of course, 2020 was a challenging year for all of us due to the COVID-19 pandemic, but we've all persevered, uh, we've managed to. Is there a project you are particularly proud of that came out of last year, or maybe something that you guys completed despite all the odds? So yes, 2020 was a challenging year for all of us. I'm sure we'll all have stories for quite, quite a while to tell. I mean, when I think back to one year ago, you know, we were trying to work in our new norm of this remote uh, working. We were learning to attend our meetings by Zoom and trying to find ways to still be able to be in contact with our mayors and county judges during the pandemic. It was stressful for many of us, and we also have many parents that work here at the district. So they were not only trying to be successful and working from home, but also trying to assist those children to who were learning remotely as well. So I'm extremely proud of our staff who all changed at, at probably in one week's time from working in the office to, to working remotely. They all did a great job. Um, they were so involved and they, they found creative ways to, to keep that communication line open and to stay connected with our communities. Um, and our elected officials. 
we had a fine line that we didn't really want to cross. We, we wanted our local elected officials to know that we were here if they needed us and that we were prepared to help them with their needs that they had during the pandemic. But we also knew that they were extremely busy and overwhelmed with all of their new challenges. So we didn't want to take up too much of their time or be in their way. So we needed to find that balance of how we could assist them, but just not take up too much of their time. And I, I believe we found a great balance here in, in the district and we proved that we could be successful assisting our communities, even though we were having to work remotely and we weren't being able to have those in-person meetings. But we are sure glad to be back in the office and attending some meetings now in person. It's, it's exciting to, to be able to, to do that. Um, we really missed our leaders and our communities and we're ready to be back. But this past year, even with the pandemic, our staff was able to submit over 35 grants to different state and federal agencies, as well as administer many of our current grants and programs that we had. You know, we, we didn't pause, we didn't stop, we just we kept on going. We all found ways to grow professionally and to work harder to, to reach our communities in this time when it was harder to reach them. I think we all adapted well and we even found new innovative ways to assist our members and we'll be able to use those in the future. Our goal was to continue to be focused, resilient and committed to our district and I truly think that we were successful in doing that. One of the things that we were able to do that was unique um, during this pandemic is we were able to apply for and receive a grant with the Economic Development Agency for a position for the next two years to work in disaster resilience and find ways to reach out to our communities that have been affected by the pandemic. So we've currently been doing that. We've been reaching out to our communities. We've been finding innovative ways to assist them. We've had many outreach projects that we've always had in the planning stages or that we wanted to do or just extra projects for our communities, but we didn't have the staff nor the time to complete them. So this project has been one huge benefit for us to be able to have an additional um, staff member to do that. So to pivot back to our main topic, CDI, um, you're a CDI graduate and a CDI advisory board member. How has CDI influenced your work with WAPDD? Yeah, so when I think of CDI and even me serving on the CDI advisory board, which I am very proud to be on, um, I think of relationships and partnerships. And I know people hear that, they may go, oh, you know, we hear that all the time. Those words are used a lot. But I've truly seen the importance of partnerships, the, the working together, the thinking regionally, um, finding ways to get all the resources together to make a project or a plan successful. And then on the relationship side, I've met so many people through CDI and I still do today, either through the extra services that CDI offers, you know, through the webinars, the meetings, the trainings, and even the things that I'm getting to do on the CDI advisory board. But so many times we may have a challenge or even an idea at the district through one of our programs and I can immediately think of someone that I can reach out to maybe just to pick up the phone and talk to them about my idea or um, ask how did they make their project successful. I'm sure you know, if someone's already done that project and we're looking at it, it's like we're all in it together and we all want each other to succeed or that, that should be our goal. So 
to me, it is very rare that we are inventing that wheel for the first time or that we're experiencing a challenge for the first time. So knowing so many different people out there and having so many contacts that we can reach out to, I believe that's been the biggest benefit, the CDI um, biggest advantage point for us here at WAPDD is connecting the right people to the right projects. And that's huge. And CDI has also helped us even more on the local level in helping us be creative and thinking of ways to reach out to our local community members and finding ways to, to help get them engaged and keep them engaged, you know, most importantly. Um, it seems like sometimes you can get a lot of people in the beginning, but then as the project goes, they start to fall off. So you, you have to be able to learn how to use their time wisely and, and keep them engaged. And I think CDI does a great uh, way of showing that through the programs that they offer. But everyone has a role in their community and finding that role and acting on it is what is exciting to me. And we need more for people, you know, we need more than for people to just show up we need people to be passionate about their communities and to consistently make an effort to be engaged and to be able to um, willing to make their communities better. I love what you said about um, everyone finding their role in their community. Um, that's, I think, so important and um, really feeds into what you finished off there, uh, helping people feel passionate and engaged in their community. So yeah, sure. So you know, I one thing I think of is you know a lot of people I think are afraid to um, volunteer or to come out because they maybe don't want that leadership role. Well, not everybody has to be the leader. Mm -hmm. so there's so many things out there, and if you can find that role and that what you want to do, it'll all fit together and make a successful project. So true. So. All right, what is your fondest memory of CDI? <laughs> so I would say that um, maybe I'm not a, a traditional CDI graduate. So maybe I'm more of a non-traditional graduate. Um, I didn't just go through the program in three years in a row and be finished. It, it took me a little longer. I won't say how long, but um, but I did, I did finish it. Um, I would go a year and then I had a baby or I'd missed that next year. And so I, I kind of went through this pattern for a few years and taking some time off to focus on my family, that type of thing. Um, but each year that I went, the class took me in and treated me as if I had always been a part of that class. I, I never felt like I hadn't already been there. So even though it took me longer to finish the program, I got to meet a lot more people and to be a part of multiple classes. So I see that as my benefit. Um, and also I can be an example for those that uh, it doesn't matter if you can't make it three years in a row, what's important is that you finish the program. So if, if you're not finished, go back and do it because it's very important. Um, but I also attended the, the fourth year program and we were able to work on uh, actually one of the communities in my district and I loved once again, getting my boots on the ground, working right in that community. Um, I also had the opportunity to, after CDI was finished, to, to stay involved with the community throughout the next year and, and work on that project. So that was very beneficial to me. But I made a lot of close personal contacts in that week. And I still use those experiences today in, in guiding me in my planning projects. But I would say probably my fondest memory of CDI and, and still even today when I volunteer is the poverty simulation. 
seeing how each class responds differently to that simulation is very eye-opening to me. I, I love sitting back and being able to watch it. Um, it seems to always make me dig a little deeper and think about what our citizens and our communities are experiencing and um, how it affects them daily and also how it affects the community and, and what are some of the things that we need to be doing to, to make some positive changes. And so even when I'm volunteering, I, I feel that each different role that I have had in that simulation, it makes me grow more. I'm seeing it in a different perspective and being in that, that position, even though it's role play, um, it, it affects me and it guides me to think about all the issues and challenges that communities face as, as well as the people that live there. You know, we, we tend to just think about what we're doing, what we're experiencing, and, and sometimes forget about the whole picture. So I think it, it really does help us think about what we can do more to assist those who may need help in our communities and also find ways or find programs that will help our communities grow and, and make them go in positive directions. Well, Sasha, our team at CCED and CDI appreciate all of the work you do throughout the state. We are so thankful for your partnership and thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to talk with us. Well, it's been my pleasure and, and thank you for the opportunity. And um, I love working with CDI and I really love how CDI reaches out to everyone throughout the state and looks for ways to assist the communities, no matter what the size and the smaller ruler communities and the larger communities. And so you guys do a great job of reaching everyone in the state. Well, we really appreciate that, Sasha. So <laughs> thank you. On upcoming episodes, the CDI podcast will feature CDI graduates and participants, community partners and community and economic development experts from across Arkansas and the Mid-South. We hope you join us next week on the CDI podcast. <laughs>